Welcome to the Trading Raw Stories Podcast. I'm Rita Pira, the host with the most inspiring stories that you ever did hear. Back in the day when the day was back, I was known as the juicing queen. I became raw vegan overnight after watching a documentary called Food Matters. Changing what I was putting in and on my body didn't just make me lose weight and have great skin, it gave me mind clarity, more energy, and over time made me so self-aware and intuitive that I vibrate on a higher frequency and level of consciousness that's turned me into a manifesting queen. I've lived like nine lives and have amazing stories to share that may inspire you to finally leave that toxic guy you're with, quit that miserable job you hate, start that business you've been talking about forever, and at the very least, you'll probably start saying yes more often and eat more vegetables. I'm your tell it like you need to hear it and make you do it, sister from another mister. I've lived quite the life and have stories for days that have inspired women to transform their lives in real big ways. So I created this podcast to share my insane and unbelievable stories with the world to reach whoever needs to hear them. I'll bring on inspiring humans to trade stories with me, and I'll even have some live coaching sessions with listeners calling in. You're here because you were meant to find this podcast, this community, these raw stories. There are no coincidences. Everything happens for you, not to you, and I'm so glad you're here. Welcome back to the Trading Raw Stories podcast. It's your girl Rita and I'm here today with such an amazing, beautiful soul. You're in for a real treat. This is such a powerful episode. It was such a vibe. Let me tell you about my guest. Just to give you a little nugget, he is a former NFL player and now he's a mindfulness expert, author, coach, motivational speaker, all the things. He's a beautiful, amazing soul and we vibed so hard. It's such a good episode. You're going to laugh. You're going to be inspired. You're going to have such a good time. It is such a good one. I'm telling you, I'm not just saying it, just to say it. I don't say things just to say it. It's so good. I can't wait for you to listen. Hey there. How you doing? How are you? I'm doing good. Apologies, man. I never have no excuses for being late, but my little, my baby girl is sick. She's not feeling too well. That's okay. I hope she feels better. I just was worried. I was like, I hope you didn't forget about me. No, (laughs) no, I never. I always show up. I always show up. It's good to meet you kind of in person. Right? Exactly. This is the new way to meet people in person. It's pretty dope. Oh my gosh. Like Clubhouse seriously has changed my life in one week. It's been insane. (laughs) I'm with you on that. I'm I'm in the same boat. I'm just like, wow, Clubhouse. I've never met so many people. I've been on a lot more podcasts because of Clubhouse and it's just, it's just been ramping up. It's a vibe. It's literally, it's a vibe. Like, (laughs) right. Because you actually get to hear people's voices. You hear their story. You hear, you see what they're about. Like you're on social media, you're on Facebook, you're on Instagram, you're on all these things, but it's just photos and sometimes videos. But when you get to authentically connect with someone soul to soul, like when I, when I saw you in the group, I don't know what it was. It was like a magnetic connection, almost instantly, like soul to soul, like drawn to your energy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, Rita, don't, don't, don't do me like that. Come on. <laughs> I'm serious. Okay. Look, so here's how this goes, right? This is a very raw and real conversational type of podcast. I don't have interview questions for you. I don't have an outline. I don't have anything prepared. I just like to get to know the person in the most rawest, realest conversation and magic happens. Like it's a vibe. Things come up that you may not even think about like to share on a podcast, but it's going to be so transformational and powerful for whoever's listening because of, you know, just hearing your journey, hearing your story and it just allowing it to unfold as it's meant to. I don't know if you listened to any episodes prior to coming on, but it's a vibe. I did not. So I'm going to wing it and I'm going to trust the process. Trust the process. Trust the process. It's all good. So tell everybody your name, where you're from, and just tell us about you and go into your story. Okay. So where do I start? My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Uh, So your, your first name is Prince. It's actually Prince. It is actually Prince. That's yes, pretty dope. That is- Who named you, your mom or your dad? <laughs> my father. My my mother wanted to name me something else. My father, uh, he's from Ghana, Africa. And so um, he was just like, I want to name my son Prince. You know, Aww. give him a strong name. So I'm, I'm really happy that he did that because um, I live up to my name, right? So name is Prince. My father's from Ghana. My mother's from Louisiana. And I grew up having a, a really good childhood in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, to Louisiana, to Houston, Texas, and from Houston. Oh, first, I spent my formative years 
up until my teen years with my mother. So I got the nurturing and the love that I needed, you know, as a, as a young man. And then when I became 13, I, I moved to go and live with my father. And um, I got the, the leadership role and I got the tough love you know, from a man um, in order for a young boy to be a man, he had to see a man. So I just had the best of both worlds. And I, I don't think I would have wanted it any other way because again, I got the love and nurturing in the beginning. And that's what you need to grow as an individual. And then just understanding, you know, what the world is like. That's what my that's what my father taught me. That's awesome. That's powerful. I love that. You know, what's really interesting is from age zero to seven, your brain is subconscious. So you're absorbing things, making sense of your environment. And so whatever your experience is, you subconscious, it's like you're programming. So you're, as an adult, whatever belief system you have subconsciously in place is basically creating the life you're living right now. Right. And I know you know that because you're this <laughs> mindfulness expert and you have a book on it and all the right. things, but hold up. Let's, let's fast forward just a little bit. Okay. I just looked at your Instagram and I was like, Oh my God, I completely forgot that you were in an, in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. How do you go from an NFL player <laughs> to a mindfulness expert? <laughs> Wait, were you like a monk too? What what is going on? How- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most definitely. So after after playing in the NFL, I left on someone else's terms, meaning I got terminated prematurely. And from there, um, I had a self-identity crisis because I had been doing something for so many years. Mm-hmm. And um, now that platform was not available anymore. And there was nothing that I could do to, to make it uh, become available again and so um self-identity crisis which led to a depression and um i was looking for an answer i was trying to figure out what was life about and i was trying to figure out my purpose in life and what's you know what's our overall purpose and i came to the answer years later but i had went to a monastery my second year in the nfl and the reason why i went was more for like selfish things like meaning like uh i wanted to be like bruce lee of of football meaning i wanted to go deep i wanted to zen out on everybody because i knew that i could take my 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 game to another level and so going to the mountains you know i i was able to focus on my goal and how i wanted to take over and i saw it and i was able to envision it and when that did not happen and i hurt myself you know, the self-identity crisis came. And for me, it was very difficult because I just figured out what I need to do and how I was going to do it. And when I injured myself, it's like, what happened? It was like a portal that opened up. And as soon as I got to the portal to jump through the through that vortex, um, it closed up and my opportunity was no longer available. So for me, uh, if it wasn't for me going to the monastery two years prior to being discharged, then I think I would not be here having a conversation with you because I needed something to lean on and I needed something to fulfill that adrenaline that you receive when you are a professional athlete. And I was able to redirect my energy into myself. And then that's when I really discovered who I was. Man, so much to unpack there. My God. Okay. So first of all, one thing I always say is that everything happens for you, not to you. Mm. And even that that whole experience with the NFL, like that was like you said, that was your identity. That was the form that you had taken on as a like your soul had taken on this form as a human. And cool. that was your identity. So once it was taken away, you were just like your your whole world basically was shattered and you couldn't make sense of it. And right. so what you experienced, that depression that you described, that's actually called the dark night of the soul. It's when you strip away all the things or everything stripped away from you as far as what your identity is. And you go, what the hell am I here for? What is my purpose? What's the point of all this? Like these big questions that you ask. I went through this too when I was living in New York in 2018, I want to say. I felt this. I went through this. I was crying every day trying to figure out like, what is the point? Why am I here? Right. And and discover my purpose and all of that, right? right. And it's just about becoming self-aware. Even um, women who become mothers, they completely lose their identity or any sense of self. They, they take on this form of, I'm a mom. I'm a mother, period. Right. 
right, right? Right. And so then when their kids grow up and they leave the nest and they move on with their lives, then they're like, who the hell am I? Correct. <laughs> right. So then they right. go through that dark night of the soul trying to figure out who the hell they are without right. having the kids to take care of and nurture and all of that. Correct. Wow. So yeah. So seeking answers, seeking yourself, getting in tune. That's amazing. I'm so proud of you. And it's such an inspiring story. And I wonder, this is obviously shared in your book, right? Um, yes, to a degree. I, I didn't put, I don't think I put the, um, the committing suicide. That's going to be in my next book. I'm, wow. I'm already writing my next book. Yeah. But that's um, powerful, man. That's yeah. a powerful story. Oh, thank you. Yeah. In, in my book, I, I speak about, um, I speak about different levels of when I was able to enter into the zone. Uh, that's what mastering the balance between your power and peace is finding the zone. And my first experience um, with the zone was when I was five years old and I had a dream that I could ride my bike without training wheels. And the next day I did it. Uh, and so I started, started off with that story. Then I, I told some stories about college. I was a walk on in college and then I um, earned a scholarship and became um, a broke NCAA record and became like the top rusher in my school. Um, all academic as well show off just kidding <laughs> <laughs> well I, I, li I like to throw that in there to, to remind people that it wasn't like uh, um, I just I was just one of those jocks I really earn um, I earn my keep and so um, I just want to remind people that I like to throw in an academic part in there so yeah because you're not just yeah. a jock you're not just a handsome right. man that played football <laughs> <laughs> no not at all no i i actually i i think a lot you know i consider myself as a thought leader and i really think about the cause and the effect of things and how um you know things work and operate and when i went to the monastery i had a chance to see the cause and the effect on a micro level and a macro level and how everything works. Mm -hmm. So um, I was able to tap into that. So um, yeah, just, just sharing, you know, the academic part, just to remind people that that's important as well. You know, you need yeah. to um, feed your mind, your body and your spirit. Yeah. I'm a big reader yeah. right here to my right. I have the book, the untethered soul by the Michael. Untethered soul. Yes. You love that book yes. too. Oh yes. my gosh. Awesome. I'll tell you what, when I first picked it up, it yeah. was like gibberish to me. I didn't understand a right. word. It was hard to read. Oh. And now I go back and pick it up and I'm like yeah. fifth grade reading level. To right. <laughs> because I'm so evolved. I'm at this place where I understand yeah. everything that he's saying, yes. but before it was a foreign language. To right, me. right, right, right. Did you? Oh, amazing! Um, the audio book. I, I heard the audio book. Yeah, for, yeah. Um, I was actually driving home from the monastery, and they gave me the they gave me the book. They said, "Listen to this book, brother." And so, I was as I was driving back from the monastery to the airport, I listened to the whole book. I was just like, "What is this?" Yes, right. Mind blowing. <laughs> oh my, yeah, right. Oh my god! You know what it is when you when you can. And this is why I'm saying everything happens for, for not just for a reason, but for you, right? Yeah, like right. even the way that you and I connected, it it's not a coincidence. There are no yeah. such things as coincidences like the soul to soul connection, the same vibrational frequency we're on clearly because anyone who read the book, The Untethered Soul is a very special type of human who's gotten Correct. to a certain level of their own, you know, self-awareness or consciousness. <laughs> you, Correct, you feel me? Right. That's why I when I you. saw what you were about, I was like, he needs to come on. He needs to come on. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. That. Yeah. Awesome. You know, I one thing that Thank you. I love your vibe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I wasn't, I wasn't always this way. Like obviously, because as you grow and you evolve and you learn about yourself, man, my ego was on another level back in the day when the day was back. <laughs> and, and my, like the things that I cared about were just yeah. the surface level 3d world shit mm. that like, mm. man, the things that used to matter, matter no more. Wow. And not because of the pandemic, but yeah. like because of my journey. And I'm sure you can relate. Like you could look back now on things that mattered the most to you. And you're like, that really at the end of the day, doesn't matter anymore. Like it, at all in right. the grand scheme of life and what life is about, you correct. know? Correct, correct, correct. Man, oh man. So, you know, one thing that I'm curious about, and I think you would be an expert to speak on this topic, fear of success. Mm. Did did you hear one of my podcasts? I did not. Just <laughs> like you, I didn't listen to your shit either. 
Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I think it's it's just us walking to our greatness, right? And our minds can, you know, create these doubts and create these lofty dreams. And it's just like, this is what I'm going to do. I, I, I'm ready. I got the energy. But what about this? Uh-huh. Oh, no. yep. What if they see me like this? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you know, and, <laughs> and those thoughts um, battle, battle it out in your mind. Yeah. And once you get to the, the moment of success, you just freeze because you don't know what to do. Mm. You know, you think that I think it's better if I just don't do anything at all. And so you don't. And then you end up on your deathbed and you go, damn, I should have, <laughs> should have did that. Exactly. Damn. You yeah. know, they say the number one um, regret of the dying is like not doing the thing that they have always wanted to do out of exactly. like fear of judgment or fear of, you know, what people would think or say or whatnot. Right. We don't openly speak about our feelings, our dreams, our desires. You know, we hold it in. That's what we were taught, you know, and especially as men, right? Especially as men, you know, mm. um, but as a society as well, you know, I think we, we speak about, as you mentioned, the superficial things and the surface things, material things, as opposed to the human things, what we mm -hmm. need, what our needs as human beings. And when those superficial things become the subject, the main subject, then the human needs are neglected and we never we, we never talk about it. And when we do bring it up, someone is just like, why are you talking about mental illness? Come on, man. You just mess up the whole mood. Just wow. Really? That happens? About. Yeah. That, no, um, that's the no. ego. That's them feeling fear of speaking, you know, opening up and talking about something that would bring something to the surface that they've buried deep. Most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. And the way that we overcome that is just by connecting with like-spirited people like you and I and other individuals um, where we are happy to speak about that. And yeah, we, we have- a jam. I can't you know, shut up about it. Right. And we, ha and we can communicate in such a, a macro way of expressing ourselves and just saying, you know, connecting like, man, this is what happened to me. And, and we're sharing our personal stories so we can overcome our, you know, our debilitating thoughts because it's therapy for you. You get yeah. in a room with people and you, you speak about the uplifting things. You're using your in spirit to inspire someone else. I uh, love that you're you using know. your in spirit to inspire someone else. Holy shit, that's so good. You made that yeah. up. Good job. <laughs> I actually did. I wrote about it in my book. But yeah, that, that's that's what you do. You know, that's where the word inspiration derives from. In spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, Beautiful. I love that. Using in spirit. That. Yeah. So, so guess what? I'm over here smiling so big because my face hurts now. And this is what I'm doing on Clubhouse. And this is why people are reaching out to me and going like, I love your vibe and oh my God, and what you said, it really hit or resonated or, right. you know, and then I have so many women that want to coach with me, like for me to be their coach now as a result. Nice. And you know, this podcast, so this is the vibe of the podcast. Every episode that I have come on, it gets yeah. deep like this. Every nice. single person that I have on their conversations like this. Yeah. And that's why I love having a range of variety of different people from all walks of life. Like you are an, a former NFL player turned right. freaking monk or <laughs> author and mindfulness expert. And then right. just yesterday I had a, a woman who's from Houston who created some, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, is that where you are? Uh, no, I'm in San Diego, but I'm from Houston. Oh, wait. So we're both in San Diego. Is we're that what you're telling me? Yeah. I didn't even know that. See, you I told know. you, I, I don't research shit. I'm telling you, I do not do that because it, it awesome. makes it so forced and fake. I don't right, want right, to do an right, interview right. style. This yeah. is the, this is it. the vibe. This I is the vibe. It. I love it. Like I, I wanted to leave like a, something for your listeners. Yeah, please. Like, the fear of walking into your success or your greatness, the way for you to overcome that is always remember how you felt about the opportunity you know your initial opportunity you always feel grateful about that opportunity <laughs> like, yeah. wow like yes thank you god thank you universe thank you whomever whatever deity that you praise or whomever yeah. whomever that you praise and that opportunity becomes a responsibility you know it grows into a responsibility that's so powerful. I always tell people like when you get lit up, whatever lights you up, you feel that super excited feeling. Yeah. Then you go and you talk yourself out of doing it. You do. you do because the responsibility, it can become two things. It can become a chore 
or it can become the exact same thing that the opportunity was, mm. you know? And so when you can find gratitude and a responsibility in the same way that you find gratitude in the initial opportunity, then that's when you will walk into your success and your greatness. Dropping gems over here, <laughs> dropping bombs over here. Like you're, you're honestly, it's very rare that I have someone on that says things I've not heard before. Right. Mm. And I, I'm always a student. I love learning. Right. And so you, you're saying things in a way that I've not heard them before. Oh, no, thank I you. I love it. I mean, yeah. I, I, I consider myself a student as well, but I also teach. I can see us on stages together in San Diego at some most, point. Most, most definitely. Like, let's start, <laughs> let's start with Clubhouse and then we can, we can, oh. we can take it to the virtual world and then go beyond there. I love that you just said that because that's circling back. See, everything always comes back full circle. Full circle. If I ever go off on a tangent, it always comes back. So <laughs> on Clubhouse, every yeah. Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific, I am showing up online with, in Clubhouse, obviously, with so many people are coming. And this is this Sunday is the first one that I'm doing. Okay. But it's, it's people like you, mm -hmm. people like me, mm -hmm. people from all walks of life yeah. and, you know, very well-known people and your average everyday people who are looking for inspiration. And guess what it is? What's it's that? trading raw stories. So it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> coming on, sharing their stories, sharing yes. their journey. Just like you said, the power in that mm -hmm. I'm creating that space on clubhouse. You go girl, you go. Dope, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should jump on and share uh, your story people and you know what will happen like naturally it'll grow it'll evolve people will find out about it they'll they'll come there for inspiration they'll come every sunday 2 p.m pacific to hear stories that will inspire the shit out of them right <laughs> and you could be awesome. a moderator too jump on with me all right cool yeah cool, cool. you'll grow, grow your following really quick probably right i mean like man clubhouse allows you to grow your following like uh steroids in, I, in know. A plant, you know? <laughs> I know i got like 1500 people in maybe a week same that, here <laughs> crazy but you know what it is though it's because mm. this is the real secret is you have to speak yeah. You have to raise your hand and say something yeah. and make sure that your bio says what it, you know, what you do, who you are, what you do, and Correct. maybe offer some value in the bio and be like, oh, this That's person cute. is someone I should follow. This is someone I want to pay attention to. Offer value. That was your, yeah. that's key. Offer yeah. that value and people will follow. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what, I, you know, what you want to know a funny story. I jumped, I, I, I was staying off clubhouse for one, one day. I was, I took the day off my day job. I was, like, I, I was like, I can't do this. I need, to, I need to breathe. I need, my brain is mush. I could not perform your normal everyday task. Like I stood frozen. Like, what did I just think? What was the thought I just had? What did I want to do? Like, I could not think. And I had to take the day off. I had to just sleep. I had to just sleep all day because I that's probably good. slept eight hours in oh, four good. or five days. Wow. That's oh my not, God. That's not good. <laughs> I know. But so this is what happened. So, so I'm washing dishes yeah. and I'm on FaceTime with somebody that I met from Clubhouse that actually lives in LA. And it's just really crazy how you connect with people. I manifested my assistant, my social media manager, my, my video producer person and my podcast editor in the same week, I manifested the shit out of them. And they're so <laughs> perfect awesome. for my, they're passionate about what I'm doing, probably more than me. I don't know, but <laughs> it's really cool to, to connect with people. And they just, there's no coincidences. Everything, you know, comes for you. And it's a matter of recognizing the opportunity and going like, wow, this is here for me. Let me pay attention to this rather than being like, oh, it's too good to be true. Or, you know, that's not ever going to work out. Why should I even bother? that whole right. imposter syndrome piece. But right. so I'm washing dishes and then I get like a notification from Clubhouse and I'm just trying to swipe it away. I'm not even kidding. I'm trying to swipe it away, accidentally tapped in and it's Tyrese's room. I get immediately bumped up to, the, to speak. Then I get named or whatever the, the green thing, I become a moderator. I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> and they're talking about relationships and stuff. And they're, they're kind of not getting it. Like the things that I would be able to share if I were able to speak or whatever. So that's when I was like, oh man, you know, I, if I were able to share and then boom, next thing you know, I'm speaking. And then um, I, I shared some stuff and they're like, whoa, oh my God. And start follow, 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 follow. And then women were like, can I ask Rita a question? Can I ask Rita a question? And I'm like, 
this is crazy. And then that's when they made me a moderator. I was just like, and then Tyrese ended up leaving. Mm -hmm. That room went for hours and hours and hours. And I'm just pouring into people. And that's really what grew my following the most. And it made me realize that that is my 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 thing my jam that i love to talk about more than being plant-based more than that food journey and all of that this is the thing right this is the thing right right right. yeah so it's crazy like you try to stay away from it It glues you right brings you right back it pulls you right back (laughs) in (laughs) it's like the ocean it's like yeah ah you thought i thought i left no i'm bringing the water back into (laughs) yeah and the fomo is real like you don't want to miss anything and you're you're getting pinged into this room and that room and you're like damn i really want to jump in but i have i have a life to live live. (laughs) exactly it's like you're living in a virtual world and you have to step out of it it's like ah but i'll get back on there hold on clubhouse just give me an hour i'll be back no No such thing as an hour <laughs> Ew, everyone keeps pinging me into a room and I'm just just like I have work to do. I gotta finish up my work. And so what are you working on these days? What um, you got going on? So my, my next book, um, my course, um, Unlocking Your Peak Performance. Uh it's a six-week course where I do one-on-one live um with a group of people, athletes, professional athletes, and high achievers. Wow. Uh, yeah. You're getting them to tap in. I'm getting tap in, the, in I'm getting them to tap in. Love it. Um, like this is I'm, I'm speaking from my spirit. When I when I, yeah. when I when I speak to people, I don't speak to their to them or speak to their mind. I speak to their spirit, mm. you know, so they can feel the vibe uh, and feel the vibration and the frequency that I'm emitting. Uh, so that way, it sticks, and uh, because it, it's it's in the same manner of like trauma, right? Yeah. When whenever you have trauma, that moment always sticks or is inculcated in, in, in the brain, and so whenever I speak, I speak with an emotion, which is energy and motion. So mm-hmm. I, speak, I, speak with a- <laughs> I just said that in, on my last episode and my assistant heard it. Cause she's like listening to all the things and she's like, Oh my God, I love your podcast. She, she listened to this one episode and I was like, emotions are literally energy and motion. She's like, mind blown, <laughs> mind blown. Like people don't know exactly, that. Exactly. Oh my God. Didn't I tell you it's a vibe? It's, it's a, a vibe. vibe. <laughs> it's a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So wait, when does this course launch and how long have you been working on it and what's going on? Tell me all about it. So I've been working on the course since um, November. It's pretty much done. I'm going to have my first session um, February 8th with a bunch of NFL and NBA players. And nice. yeah, I'm just... You're the one. perfect person to help them. Like I could yeah. not be their teacher. It would have to be you. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. It, it would. And that's the thing is like finding your niche or your, your niche. How yeah. do you say it? Everybody I, says it differently. Yeah, right. I say niche. 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 <laughs> niche. 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 Yeah, <laughs> and then when you when you say it one way and then you go, wait, and then that sounds right. weird. Let right. me try the other one. Right, right, right. So you can say it both ways, but if someone tries to correct you, be like, yeah, whatever. Okay. I said it. <laughs> tomato, tomato, motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, you keep it moving. Um, uh. <laughs> yeah. But my course is, is, I'm so happy because it's based upon my book. My book is very simple. I have like seven chapters in it and it's like you know the forward the introduction but the main parts are the body the mind the spirit and the zone Mm. and then the conclusion so the um, peak performance master course is based upon the book and so Mm -hmm. i just go through every single part and just teach them that when you can align your body your mind and your spirit then you enter into the zone and i teach them how to get in and out of the zone and to stay in it become aware when they are in it. And um, these are some of the exercises that you can do. So just walk people through it. Yeah. I love it so much. I'm doing something similar, but it's mostly for women. I would say I appeal more to women. Um, So my thing is called redefine your life. Nice. And it's R-I-T-A-F-I-N-E. You're like, yeah, yeah. Play on words. I love it. Yes, right. It's good. And so for me, my journey was um, in 2010, I became raw vegan literally Mm. overnight. I watched a documentary called Food Matters, rocked my world, made me 
learn about the corrupt food system and how they're right. poisoning you and right. all that. And I was like, you ain't gonna poison me. The one thing you have control <laughs> over is what you put in your mouth, right? Correct, correct. But even correct. then they're poisoning you. So it's like, you have to be aware of the chemicals you're eating and, right. but you know, meat clogs your arteries and causes cardiovascular disease. It's a carcinogen like tobacco. Like once you know things yeah. and there's people that know this shit and they still are poisoning themselves. But it's like they still go to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, right. And you know, I'm not judging and all that, but it's like, babe, come on. Like until you until something happens to you, like illness comes and you're like, oh shit, now I have to change. Cause right. it's not like in moderation, you're okay, everything is fine. No, right. slowly on a cellular level, you're fucking your shit up. Like yeah. Yeah. And you have no idea how good you can feel. Like yeah. you have no clue. I have a guy in New York when I was living there, mm -hmm. he went vegan. He's in his forties. He's like, Rita, I had no idea how good I could feel. Oh, I was like, man. I've been telling you, man, right. like, <laughs> you have no idea. And you, you're tapped in, right? Yeah. Like if you went plant-based, like I don't know if you've seen the game changers, it's full of um, yeah. like NFL players and all these guys. Right. Right. And your mind clarity on another level, on another like you level. would tap in on another level. Like, right. You'd yeah. evolve, and I tell spiritual people, it's like, yo, if you get your your plant based game on, like your yeah. mind, the way your brain works, right. on another level, your right. connection, your intuition, like you know how there's mediums and they hear voices or whatever, like they they connect on a deeper like spiritual level. Correct. I shit you not, I sound crazy, but I was hearing voices when I was in the bubble bath meditating the other night. I'm like, it's like a radio. I heard like a radio frequency, a woman's voice, and I was like, what the fuck am I hearing right now? <laughs> I swear I couldn't make I out what it. it was. It was very faint. I love and it. I heard it before and I was like, yeah. what is happening? I'm like, where is that sound coming from? Right. There was no logical explanation for it. It was you literally a woman's radio sounding voice. Yeah. You don't need an explanation for it. Just go with the flow. Right. Yeah. yeah. I um. That's not weird to me. So like, I know it's not, I, that's not <laughs> say that shit. <laughs> I'm not going to say I've seen it all, but I've seen a good amount of stuff where it can be very foreign and weird to a lot of people. And so, you know, I, I keep, keep some of my, uh, my secrets in in this vault. Um, but, uh, you know, when, when you have that much clarity, when you create, um, clarity within your body, you, 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 you clean that vessel then you become open to receive any type of channeling um, mm -hmm. that's out there in the universe. And yeah. what, what we don't understand is that we are antennas, you know? And so whenever we sit down and we practice our meditation, we always have to maintain uh, an, an erect spine and keep everything upright or just make sure that it's straight and it's not crooked. So you can receive, yeah. so you can receive the, the signal. Right. So just like an antenna on the, what are those, those analog TVs, you know, no, back in the day, <laughs> right back in the day. So, yeah. um, when, when the good you, old days, the good old days, when you're trying to find a signal, you know, you don't continue to keep moving the antenna. You stop. It finds a frequency. It finds that wave. Uh, and the same thing for us, you know, we're connected to something that's so much more bigger that whenever we can connect to that frequency, you know, we stay still and yeah. you hear it and you listen and it's like, Oh, okay. Um, because all of this stuff, medium channeling, uh, that's all real. Yeah, it is. You know, and before I wasn't woo, woo at all. Like I was all anyone who talked about stuff like this before I, you know, came into my own spiritual healing, if you will. Yeah. I was always someone had mentioned something I'm like, oh, okay, relax. You know, like <laughs> it, I, I think I have a book for you that I think you would like. It's called um, Seth Speaks. I've heard of that one. You heard of that one? Seth Speaks. Yeah. Uh, I never yeah. read it, but I heard of it. I think like Wayne Dyer mentioned it or some one, mm. one of those guys. Up, yeah. You know, that's yeah. One of the OGs. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. No, that you, you would really like that. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I heard it and I remember I read I wrote it down in one of my gazillion notebooks that right. my assistant <laughs> is going through right now trying to figure it out. I manifested nice. her. I'm telling you, like nice. yeah. magic. I love it. I'm so in the flow. Magic is happening. And that that's the thing. Thank you. And that's the thing is people have to realize you're blocking your own magic. Yeah. Like you are in your own way. Your yeah. mind is creating your reality. Correct. Whatever you're thinking. And you because your emotions, right? Energy and motion. So what your thoughts are doing, they're creating emotions. And when right. you're when you're feeling something, you're attracting that same energy into your life. So that's why they say to manifest what you want, you have to 
think about what it is that you want and act as if you already have it because you feel the vibration of already having it and then it shows up in your life. It shows up in the physical, Uh physiological world. You know, I I use the analogy, our mind is a fertile garden or fertile soil and our thoughts are our mental seeds. So we plant those mental seeds in this fertile garden and our emotions are precipitation. All right, so it is the driving force that allows for this these mental seeds to grow and our actions are uh, like the sun. You know, it gives it life. It brings it to life. Damn! Uh, <laughs> Ooh, good <Yeah>. one. <laughs> That's how manifestation works. You know? These analogies, these metaphors, really good, solid stuff. It's, oh, it's a you. good way to, to paint the picture for people to understand it better. This is what we need to do on Sunday at two. Come on, let's have this conversation. (laughs) And then I will release this. Like, look, I have like 10 on deck that needs to be released before Uh, yours. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm bumping you to the very front. You gonna move me up? (laughs) Yo, this is releasing next Tuesday. I'm not even kidding. And it'll be in perfect timing for people Uh, to become aware of your program. You'll get more men in your program. They uh, need it so bad. Like I, I want to support you in in your mission and in helping men, especially with their ego and all of that. And it's not the ego, ego, like, Oh, I'm, I'm a man and I'm cocky and I'm, you know, strong. It's not, (laughs) that's not the ego. The ego is the, the, the louder voice that you need to soften the shit out of and listen to the whisper, Right. The, the loud voice that talks you out of the thing that your spirit or your soul wants you to do. That's the ego. It's what? trying to keep you safe and small and protect you. That's it. That's it. Uh, you get some more. You want me to come as a guest teacher in your program? What's <laughs> right? up? And I'll have you come in mine. Like we have, we're gonna have to do that. We are going to have to do that. All right. It's solid, because, right? Because then it's yeah. two different perspectives, two different right. voices, and right. something may hit from you know what you say versus what I say, and the way you right. say it, the way I say right. it. Right, that's that's right. the beautiful thing about co-creating, you know. That, that, that really is, you you know, the the ego, as you mentioned, it's it's the protector. You know, mm-hmm. uh, when I speak about it to athletes, I tell them that, you know, our ego was there to protect us from everyone saying, "Oh, you're not enough. You can't do this. You suck. You sorry." X, yeah. Y, and Z. Yeah. And so your ego allowed for you to get to the professional platform. And what happens is. After you no longer need the ego, but you're still operating from the ego, right. you know, then that's when it affects you. You know, it becomes that voice that's louder than your internal voice. And so from that point on, you have to look within to find that voice so it can become louder than the ego because you have everything. You've, you've accomplished the things that you need. And, mm-hmm. and um, you know, your ego is there again to protect you. So it's like you're fueled by anger, right? So yeah. um, if you're fueled by anger because someone said that you could not do something and then you do it and you accomplish it, you cannot keep that same energy, that right. ang- you know, that cantankerous energy because that energy doesn't match the energy that you need to fulfill your goal. And, and so if you don't learn how to change your ways and you stay the same and you hold on to that energy, then there are going to be a lot of other things that happen along the way. So it's same thing with the ego. Yeah. And it keeps you stuck. It keeps you repeating patterns. And and a lot of people, they date the same person over and over again. Over and over again. Like we broke up. Yeah, yeah. But even even like like you'll date one person and then it's toxic and it's really terrible. Then, okay, it ends and you you move on. But the next person that you're with, especially if you move on real quick and you don't give yourself the time and space to heal, you end up dating the same exact person just with a different face on. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because you're still vibrating that same energy. energy. You're emitting that frequency. And you mentioned something really powerful forgiveness i gotta tell you a story mm. this is trading raw stories baby you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> so okay check it out so when i was about 17 my dad was is pretty much an alcoholic he i love him to death sending him love all the things and he's probably not going to hear this but whatever <laughs> um he beat me black and blue for no reason one day mm. He just came home and was drunk and I must have been out or something and came home and was laying on the bed, just knocked out. I just knocked out. Mm -hmm. And so he comes down and he goes, hey, get up, change into your pajamas. And I'm like, why? Why? Leave me alone, you know? And the next thing you know, I'm getting black and blue. I, from that day forth, 
resented that man. Mm. I hated him. Mm. I held the anger, the resentment, the grudge, the disgust, the like, you know, in my body. It was stored in me all these years. I carried it with me. And so what happened was I was emitting from a lower vibrational frequency. There's this hertz scale, right? So if I'm hanging out at fear, I'm not up here at love and joy, right? Because I'm carrying this in my body. Not only did it manifest as physical pain in my neck and my shoulders, and I've had back pain all these years. I wonder why I'm Mm. carrying that weight, literally, right? Right. Like that's what happened. And so I read this book, A Return to Love. Have you ever read it? A Return to Love. Ooh, good one. Read that, please, and teach your guys about it. Return to Love, Marianne Williamson, so powerful. The one thing that stood out to me the most is it teaches you to go from a fear-based mindset to love. Mm. Okay. So that is the one thing that I think is so powerful. And I learned forgiveness in this book. I remember I was laying on the beach in New York and I'm reading this book and I come to the page where she goes, holding on to resentment and anger and not forgiving someone is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. (laughs) Right? Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That can wake you up right there and bring, bring yes. tears to your, to your eyes. And it right? did. It did. I put the book down right away. I was like, God damn, <laughs> God damn, Marianne, you done did it. You done did it for me. And she said um, some stuff about having empathy for your parents because you don't know the childhood that they had. You don't know what they went through. You don't know how traumatic their life experience was. And then my dad came to this country, right, with barely any money probably and hopes and dreams and a wife and, 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 a, and had a kid and, you know, had, maybe his stuff didn't pan out the way he wanted to. And now he's drinking his life away, but he didn't heal his shit. He doesn't know how to, he does, he's not aware of his own shit. So it's like having empathy for your parents, because this is the one thing you have to think about. They literally did the best that they knew how period. Mm. Mm. And if mm. you have that empathy for them, right? Oh, I love your reaction. <laughs> Put your hand on your heart. <laughs> I love it. Um, but so it made me in that moment, not even need an apology from him. Not even like I would walk past him at Christmas. I would not say a word years, years, Prince. I would not say a word to him. Just walk right past him. Like he did not exist. Because I also didn't like the fact that, you know, my mom is staying in this relationship. Like, you deserve better. Why aren't you leaving? And so I personally, in every relationship I ever had, I was staying and staying and staying, even though it was toxic, even though it didn't serve me. I was manifesting and attracting relationships that were toxic and did not serve me because I was holding on to the shit with my dad. And that's really, if you want to call it daddy issues, forget the phrase daddy issues. That's not really what it is. It's holding on to whatever you witnessed as a child and manifesting it in your own experience so that you could heal that shit. Look, man, <laughs> I'm going to book you on my, my podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. <laughs> like, this is awesome. Like, I love hearing all of this. I love hearing, hearing all of this. It's just, is your dad still here? Yeah. He's in Chicago with my okay. mom. They're still together. Nice. <laughs> they shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, my, it's my culture i'm assyrian it's like ancient babylonian mesopotamia yeah. back in the day when they right. were back and so they are like oh you don't divorce people will talk i'm like mom right. people are talking because you're staying <laughs> let's go let's go girl right now regardless. right exactly no that, that's good no that's good you know i i had a fallout with my father as well when i was in my early 20s and I remember I was I was mad at him for two years. I didn't talk to him for two years. Just two. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I mean, yeah, never talked to him, never saw him, never came by to see him. I was just so angry at him. And after those two years, um, um, I think I came. No, I just finished my my, my football career, and I'm just like, okay, what next? What do I do next in life? All right. And so I called my father. And I just said to myself, I need to make amends with my, with my dad. All right. So luckily I did that because um, three years later he passed. Damn, that would have sucked. You would have, that would have hurt you so much if you didn't have that opportunity yeah, to I do know. that. So you for know. anyone hearing this, if, ask yourself, who do I still need to forgive? 
Right. And make that shit happen. Make that shit happen because you you lighten your load. You got me cursing, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't? I'm a spiritual swearer. I don't give a damn. <laughs> no, I, I do. I do. But whenever I get on camera, I always remind myself, like, uh, do stuff that your, your, your kids can watch, you know? Um, Let them swear too. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> They're gonna do oh, it when they, they get older. They, Come they on. They definitely will, but I think it's a place. <laughs> They're the doing it behind for. your back. You don't even know it. <laughs> they better not be. Not right now. They're, 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 <laughs> How old are your kids? Uh, are your kids? Four and two. Oh wow, they're young yeah, babies. Man. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're babies. babies. You know, so I have to. Um, yeah, so that's the reason why. But yeah. you know, it was the universe. It was definitely the universe because. I had a chance to go and make, make amends with my dad and just tell him how proud of him I am and wow. how much I love him. You know, he came to America with only $32 in his pocket. He used to always tell that story so many times. And it would be either $32, right. $33, or $34, or $35. Somewhere within that range, right? And so- That's so cute. So you would hear <laughs> it. And every time I would hear it, I would finish the whole sentence. But like, he came to this country with $32. <laughs> I don't know how much money my dad had in his pocket, but it's probably very little. <laughs> That's right, too. same thing, probably like $18, right? <laughs> and I would walk up the hill in the snow. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, but those man. stories, they, they build the character and, you know, you fall in love with that character. And mm. I remember um, when I, for my dad's funeral, I had to go back to Ghana and bury him in Ghana, Africa. And I'd been there probably a handful of times prior to that. Mm -hmm. And so now my dad is gone. So I'm 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 like, T'Challa. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm the new Black Panther. Like the new Black Panther. And so uh, I'm just you, you know I like the little dance you did. That was cute. have you seen the movie Black Panther? <laughs> yeah, of course. Right. I mean do I live under a rock? Yeah, it was a really spiritual movie. Um, so you know, yeah. they, were, they were throwing their shoulders like this. <laughs> I'm doing it with right? you. <laughs> That's so funny. You know, something that you said about your dad, like telling him that you're yeah. proud of him. I recently gave him a phone call and, and I was I was just like, you know what? I want you to know something. I want I want to tell you thank you. Like if it weren't for you, I wouldn't even be who I am today because from your quote unquote failures, from him you know, gambling or drinking. I don't gamble and mm. I don't drink. From him not having good credit, I have phenomenal right. credit and I made sure of right. it. Like I learned from his Correct. mistakes, Correct. Correct. right? And then the other piece is I wouldn't even be in this country if it weren't yeah. for him. So I was just like, thank right. you. I wanted to tell you, thank you. And he, I, I started crying sharing that with him and he was sitting with his friends gambling, <laughs> so he couldn't really talk. About he's like, could I call you back? Uh... He's like, he's like, thank you, Brati. That means my daughter in Assyrian. <laughs> um, but the other thing, so I got picked out of like thousands of people in 2008, and I worked on Vans Warp Tour, and they put a mic in my hand. They're like, here you go, and I'm like, what the fuck do I do? They're like, just go have fun. I'm like, cool. And so I'm standing in front of this orange truck for the Truth campaign, the you know the smoking yeah, commercials yeah, 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 and yeah. all that, and uh, and I'm on the mic, and I'm just like speaking and people are coming in and it's huge crowds and i'm like katie perry is over there on the stage why y'all over here i don't understand that taught me that showed me that made me realize how much i light up when i have a microphone mm. in my hand and i would have i never would have come to know that that is my gift if i didn't take this big risk and i had to quit my job to audition in new york because they wouldn't give me the days off your average person would have been like, oh, I can't do this because my boss said no. I wonder, like I went from sitting in a cubicle yeah. every day to waking up on a tour bus wow. every day with a mic yeah. in my hand. Then I come back home and I'm like, shit, what do I do now? How do I go back to normal life? Like, what right. do I do now? So that came to my mind when you said like, you, you know, what's right. next? What right. do I do? And when you ask that of the universe or God or whatever it is for you, or you look inward and just ask the question, like, what am I meant to do? Why am I here? What's next for me? How will you know use me? How can I serve? Then answers will come. And there's signs all over. You can even declare, like, my sign is the number 44. Mm. And it's always been since I was a kid. There's also like a, a tiny little fly will just show up out of nowhere. I don't have a fly in my apartment. <laughs> and then suddenly I'll say something and then or, or think something hard. It's right there. I'm like, where the fuck did you come from? 
you know, like it's just, you got to yeah. get in tune. And we were talking earlier about um, the, the antenna and the energy frequency and what you're, you're emitting, what you're rating. The, the thing is that your mm -hmm. gut, your actual yeah. gut yeah. is your second yeah. brain. And so you can clear mm -hmm. your, your energy frequency, your antenna, your ability to tap in, clear it by putting things in that right. nourish your body and clear the right, fog. Right, right. So that your your gut, your second brain can produce serotonin, you can feel happier, clearer, more confident. It all starts with food, what you're eating, everything being energy, learning about that and your mindset, your environment, who's in your life, what your social media scroll looks like, what are you consuming through your eyes, your ears, and your mouth? These things create your life. <laughs> and so this is what I teach. That is awesome, Rita. Like you are redefining. <laughs> <laughs> how everybody looks at everything you're shifting the paradigm so uh, yeah that's yeah. awesome man. i love that and that's the goal of this podcast and to bring on people like you who share this you know wisdom life experience and help to inspire and transform people's lives and through your work and through your book and all of that and then with the thing on sundays at two o'clock like mm -hmm. imagine if you came on and you and I were having a conversation like this and invite like people this. up to share and ask questions right. and share right. their story. Right. It's going to be so powerful. I really hope you come on Sunday. <laughs> Man, you put the heat underneath me. Two o'clock. I, I might rush to get there. Yeah. I'm so just I'm saying. Forward to it. It'll be yeah. good. It'll be good. Awesome. Oh my gosh. This has been so much fun. Thank oh, no. you so much. No, and I would love to come on. So send me the details. Let's do this thing. Will. I'm definitely will. I'm, I'm happy that you reached out to me after uh, being on Clubhouse. I don't remember which Clubhouse it was. I don't either. Yeah. I don't either. But I saw that you were, I think there was some conversation that came up and I went to your profile and I saw all the things about you and right. former NFL player, mindfulness book and all these things. And I was right. like, and something about a monk or a mon monastery. Yeah. Yeah. Have like, monk, okay. have, okay. have human being. That's what I call them. Yes. So. <laughs> That's what it was. I was like, okay, there's a good story here and, and it can help people, especially yeah. men. Right. Because yeah. my podcast, like at face value, you go, Oh, it's for women. But yeah. then when you really listen, yeah. the, it's it's for everybody it is for everybody yeah so like definitely and i speak to women you know a lot of a lot of people that sign up for my course are women you know? really yeah like i have a lot of female clients um um it, <laughs> it's funny because they're like i don't mind getting told what to do by someone that looks like you they always want the male perspective because the way that i speak about it i speak about it um in a sense of not holding back, right? And yeah. and not giving a flying F-U-C. You, know, <laughs> you better say the word. <laughs> we don't filter on this podcast. <laughs> every once in a while, you know, but um, I'll, I'll, I'll drop it every once in a while. You're funny. <laughs> but but yeah, so, um, but <laughs> I, I look to, you know, give, give that perspective that men can relate to because a, a, a lot of times, just, just how you convey the information, you know, where, where it's coming from. Uh, and so I always bring that, that masculine energy, like, like, no, that's not exact, that's not how it works. This is how men think, this is how we operate, and this is what we do. So this is how we gotta see it. You know, mm -hmm. we, we gotta tap into our, our left hemisphere, uh, react from the emotional side, tap into it, but understand how your emotions work, learn how to govern it, learn how to breathe, control your breathing. So. Um, you can control your emotions and your breath, and that way things don't get overwhelming. They don't get out of control. You understand who you are before you jump into a relationship. Yeah, you know, know who that's you are. the big thing. <laughs> they get into relationships to fill the void, to, to fill not the void. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know. And honestly, I love being alone. Like, oh my god, <laughs> it's the but best. That's, that's rare. That's rare. You know, um, being alone. You know, like love being I love alone. It. You know, I love it. Like, I love it so much. So <laughs> you know, you're comfortable in your skin, and so when, when, when you connect with someone, and when you get into a relationship, you know, it's just going to be an additive, you know, because you are a whole person, and you know who you are. Yeah, that's the key. Is become is you being whole and not needing someone to make you whole, mm. right? And then they come on and be a cherry on top of that's, your life, not the it. whole damn Sunday. Right. Oh, look at me! I got, I got analogies too. What's up? Bars. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> that is so 
Yeah. Oh my God. You are the cake and they become the icing on the cake. Exactly. Right. That's the thing. And I, I, I wasn't always like, man, I was codependent. I yeah. was needy. Yeah. I was insecure. Mm-hmm. All these, all the things. And I right. healed all that shit. And I, mm-hmm. I have evolved. And, and even the, my most recent relationship, I left in April. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was it. That was the one I manifested him, right. magic, all the right. good things. And then some narcissism came out and mistreating me. And I was like, whoa, okay. And I was still trying to make it work, make it work, make it work. Because my old ways of like watching my mom stay and make it work and make it work and make it work kicked in again. And then I was telling what was, you know, what was going on to a friend. And I stopped and I was like, I sound like one of my clients. Mm. I sound like one of my clients right now. If yeah. I had a client telling me she's going through what I'm going through, what would I say to her? Like, bitch, you better stop that. You better leave. <laughs> you better leave, leave his ass is what right. I said. Hashtag right. leave his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I did. I packed all my things. I got an apartment, all that. The, the, mm-hmm. the straw that broke the camel's back mm-hmm. was when he told me that he's like, you're worthless. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I said, excuse me. me Me worthless me no honey i'm here to serve i'm love i radiate love i fart rainbows i help the world i'm not worthless by any means and i realized that he felt that way about himself and he was projecting onto me yeah and so that's really he's gonna come back crying like baby i love you (laughs) no no because a a narcissist or someone with that level of ego yeah Mm -hmm. would never never and even i've tried to be friends and he won't have it he's not talking to me like that's how you take your power back you ignore me and you block me like okay relax (laughs) relax buddy relax and i'm on these dating apps and everybody all these guys that i'm like i don't even have time i can't even respond and they're like really trying to get my time and i'm like i'm so focused on what I'm creating and being of service that they're like, Oh, don't shut yourself off to love. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm getting love from all different angles. Like I don't need a romantic love. And when it's meant when I'm at the place in my life where everything is kind of smooth sailing, coasting, and I'm not the, the one woman show, you know, like creating and I have the support and then, you know, it'll come when it's right. I'm not looking period. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it'll come when you least suspect it. Oh yeah. And everything no happens for you, not to you. I'm not even right. No. I, and I then get, I, I was told right? this, don't make don't make any appointments and there'll be no disappointments. Oh okay, <laughs> okay, check you out. No, that, <laughs> I'm serious. I mean no, but that 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 was given to me from someone else. So yeah. Okay, you're not taking credit for I'm not that. I'm taking credit for that one. All right, all right, yeah. all right, I got you. I got you. But the other, you. the other ones that I have before, I'm taking credit for those. Yeah, those are good, <laughs> solid little nuggets. I cannot wait. I, so I, I'm telling you, I manifested someone who's helping me edit. So I'm so excited. I get to send this to him and be like, wow. make your magic. I don't have to yeah. stress or worry about it. That's awesome. And the one thing I realize is you either pay with your time or you pay with your money. And mm. I don't have any more time to pay with. So mm. got to do it. And people are afraid to invest in themselves and they're right. afraid to. You know, it's like bite the bullet, do the thing that scares you, say yes to shit, expect miracles, and just go with the flow of life. Stop going against the flow and working against yourself. And dig deep to find out why you are the way you are. Where Mm. does this shit come from? The Mm. patterns are repeating. Mm. Why? Mm. Get to that why, figure out where it came from, Mm -hmm. dismantle those beliefs because they don't serve you. They were like you, you, our brains are wired to be fear-based, to look for the problem problems, to expect the negative outcomes, to stay in the safe, familiar comfort level because our brains were like, oh, okay, saber-toothed tiger, run, like back in the day. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, so right. now there's no saber-toothed tigers. There's internet trolls. <laughs> <laughs> run. <laughs> run. <laughs> right. I'm having so much fun. I can't wait to come on your podcast. This has yeah. been epic. And I know that whoever is going to hear this is going to love it. I'm going to create like video reels and little things for you to share out and get this out and about. And we can, if you, if you come on Sunday or any Sunday that you're available, it'll happen every Sunday at 2 PM, basically this, but a live version with the whole world able to tap in. It's going to be powerful. Tell everyone where they could find you and you know, whatever else you'd like to share to sign off and, and all the things. 
Sounds good. Yeah. So you can find me at my website, www.princedanielsjr.com. I have a free ebook that I give out on my website. So go and check that out. It's called The Five Essential Lessons to a Successful Life. My book is on Amazon, Mindfulness for the Ultimate Athlete, Mastering the Balance Between Power and Peace. Please go and check that one out. Uh, We are all athletes in this game of life. So don't think it's just for athletes. It's for everybody. Um, what else? I have my course coming out. It's called Unlocking Your Peak Performance. February 8th is for the athletes and sometime in March will be for the high achievers as well. So tap in, check that out. It's going to be amazing. Uh, I'm going to help you get out of your own way so that you can become the best version of yourself that you ever imagined. Boom. I love it. And your social media handle is? Social media handle on Instagram is Prince A-D-J-R. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, same thing on Clubhouse. Now we got to throw that one in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then everything else is just my name, Prince Daniels Jr. So Beautiful. Awesome. I love it. Thank you for your your sharing the space with me today, uh, sharing your story, sharing your soul. Uh, thank you. I didn't okay. know what to expect. <laughs> magic <laughs> always expect magic baby but you're a magic host so thank you so much didn't i tell you didn't i tell you that was such a vibe oh my gosh such a good time we covered everything from the dark night of the soul to fearing success to finding gratitude and responsibility to having a huge following on social media clubhouse how manifestation works what the ego really is why you're stuck in repeating dating patterns vibrational energy having empathy and forgiving your parents how to redefine your life being alone before getting into a relationship investing in yourself healing your shit oh my god we talked about everything and it was such a vibe i'm telling you like this is how it goes here on trading raw stories i do not prepare any questions i don't do any research on your ass i just get to know you on a raw and real level and it is the most beautiful authentic real thing ah i love it this is so much fun i hope you had a great time thank you for being here with me you know as always i'm so grateful that you choose to spend your time here because you could be doing anything else in the world but you're here with me i hope this is serving you i love you so much follow me on instagram at raw vegan rita on all social media platforms if you haven't subscribed yet please do and rate and review the podcast i love you so much i hope you have a wonderful morning evening whatever i don't know where you are in the world but i'd love to know so join me in the facebook group tell me where you're at and what's up and what your favorite episode or takeaway is and don't forget to share this with somebody that you think needs to hear it. I'll talk to you next Tuesday. Bye.